leave us alone. When the time comes, he must be trained. Like you trained his father. Oh, sick burn. Ooh, stings. All right, Tommy, uh, pause right here. Look at this, look at this, look at this. Okay, so this is terrifying to me. The creepiest detail of this trailer, the red shelf that is like perfectly lit, yes. like someone's like creepy basement where they have all these old war collectibles. Yes. There's a bunch of lightsabers, each one different, but one of the domed helmets that the younglings wear to blind them when they're training in yes. the temple. This is what they're keeping as trophies, oh. stuff taken from kids. Ugh. Yes, That's so good. messed up. Yeah, this is, I feel like, this is very concerning. <laughs> very concerning. Yeah. The way I pause this, I feel like one of those TikTokers who has the uh, the Incredibles music. That, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, hmm. Yes. Ooh, that's a detail that Eric Voss debunked two months ago, but I'm going to get a bunch of TikTok followers from this. Yes. Ooh, ooh, Von Daryl. Is that Von Doom cupcakes? Yeah. No, it's Von Daryl made cupcakes, but I'm going to pretend it's Von Doom, and I'm going to put a little a screen grab of, of me like putting it into Google. And then the drop down search history shows up of me searching for it. Yes. Hey, TikTok's a great platform, and everyone on it is doing great work. Stop ripping us off. <laughs> or we're sending the lawyers after you. What lawyers? There's no lawyers. Uh, no lawyer reviewed my contract when I start working from here. It was written on the back of a napkin of a uh, Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, the fact that you have a contract is amazing. I All I have <laughs> is uh, an, adult, an adult comes and picks me up every day at 10 a.m. and takes me to work. <laughs> My contract expired um, uh, the year Chernobyl leaked. So I, YouTube didn't even exist yet. <laughs> they just guessed. They're like, there'll be a thing. Don't worry. We have a good, we have a good feeling. They'll be, they'll Pretty be good a guessing, though. The foresight of that contract, uh, you know. Yeah, the the lawyer that wrote that contract, the one lawyer involved in all of this, had some. Re it was very prescient. Uh, yeah. Well, he was warning us about all kinds of things yes. in September 2001 yes. and uh, November 2016. Yes. And, and he told uh, us he told us yeah. to uh, start wearing masks right around uh, 2020. So that was weird. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird. Yeah, I blame him for all I, of it. I do too. <laughs> Well, welcome back to New Rockstars. <laughs> a new trailer for Obi-Wan Kenobi takes us deeper into the hunt for any Jedi survivors of Order 66, but does that purge include trophies that Darth Vader's Inquisitors keep of the Jedi they have killed? Even the younglings? Kenobi! Oh my god. This is WookieLeaks. It's our weekly reaction to the latest in Star Wars. I'm here with Tommy Bechtold. I, Tommy. This is some I wasn't dark... here with you guys last week when you first reacted to this trailer. I'm no. sorry. I would have loved to. But I love watching you guys every well, day. You guys well, are doing we, a great job. We appreciate job. that. And we loved having you even for a brief moment on our first episode. But uh, yeah, I, I will say well, I, I, I'm very surprised because there was all the uh, fuss about Oh, Kenobi's rated nine plus for Disney. Like it's gonna be like a, a uh -huh. really childish show, and I'm like, no, this seems very, very dark. <laughs> like, yeah, they're hunting children down. Uh, no spoilers for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, but that's a big conversation about around that movie. Is it's yeah. it's pretty insanely violent. Yeah, I think it is completely safe PG thirteen, especially yes. when you look at the history of PG thirteen movies. I love the clip that's going around of Jurassic World of when <laughs> Bryce Dallas Howard's assistant gets 
brutally mauled by at least three different dinosaurs yes. and that scored a PG-13. One of the most horrific things I've seen yeah. in a PG-13 movie, for sure. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think kids can uh, handle way more violence. Than, I agree. Uh, I agree. It's they have to see it on the news every day. You that's, know, that's yeah, like, the, re- the reality is always going to be more terrifying than uh, anything that uh, Dave yeah. Filoni can cook up. Yeah, or was already there in Revenge of the yeah. Sith. Yeah, got yeah to see fair point. Hayden that's right. Christensen's flesh burn as he screamed yeah. I hate you I mean that's pretty violent I hate you I hate you to be fair every time my parents took me to a beach as a child when my flesh was burning I shouted that at them so <laughs> well for me I quoted uh, Ruth and Ozark you're gonna have to if it kill me <laughs> to get me to the beach my skin that would kill me yeah. to put me in direct yeah. sunlight like that. I mean I'm sure I'm eventually it is gonna catch up to me so you know indirectly my parents did murder me at that age but <laughs> that's I mean, indirectly it. all of our parents murdered us by bringing us into this world <laughs> that's true and you know what on a inevitable fate of I'm death gonna stick our day. lawyer on them Eric you just reminded you stick, me stick our wizard lawyer <laughs> our, he's so good our fortune teller lawyer <laughs> Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, this week on WikiLeaks, we're going to react to this new trailer for Obi-Wan Kenobi on Disney+. Plus. Uh, the super creepy detail that we spotted. And talk about Obi-Wan's mugshot, what other Jedi could be uh, hunted down. Just talk about what it means, what it's going to look like, the hunt for the Jedi mm-hmm. on this season of Obi-Wan Kenobi. And we say season because we're holding, holding on to hope that we'll yes. get a season two. Give us more. Yeah. Living on a prayer. Give us more. You did that with Moon Knight. You're like, this is a limited series. And then it's like, no. That's you know, right. We're going to have to bring this forward. Just back. kidding. We got toys we want to sell, baby. That's right. There's merch to sell, baby. Speaking of. Our merch partners at Epic Hero Shop have a new latest obsession shirt inspired by Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness called Shattered Madness. But here on WookieLeaks, we got a special design coming at the end of the month for Obi-Wan Kenobi. Keep an eye out for that, because when you get that one, Tommy and I are going to be discussing all your shout-outs, calling you out, uh, making fun of you, uh, telling you, hey, you came up with an idea we never could have thought of. So be sure to get that shirt. All right, let's talk about uh, this whole question. Oh, Eric, I think if there was ever a time for the framing of a question to include this phrase, I'm going to say, what the fat will the hunt for the Jedi look like? Yeah, uh, I think it's. I think that's going to be a bigger part of the Kenobi series than a lot of us think. A lot of us think that this is just uh, an excuse to pump out six episodes to get more subscribers to see Ewan and Hayden Christensen fight each other again as uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi and Darth Vader and that's it. But no, no, no. I really do think that the Inquisitors and the way they purge the Jedi, whichever ones have survived Order 66, is going to be the big part, at least of the first couple episodes of the series. Uh, And we see a little new glimpse of that in this latest trailer, the shot on the Fortress Inquisitorius showing the fifth brother... And Reva, the third sister, and a new character looks like the seventh sister. That hasn't been confirmed yet. That's just where I'm theorizing right now. Uh, as well as Indira Varma's Imperial Officer character overlooking a map. And uh, when I looked at the Orbesh on this trailer, uh, the planet there is Mapuzo, which is just a really deep cut from the Star Wars role-playing game in the 90s. Nice. Uh, I, just, I think they're just pulling... It's really fun how in Star Wars they never just pull... It's rare that they create a new planet. I guess we're getting Dayu on this series, which is completely new to Star Wars. Mm. But a lot of the times they'll just put in like... Whenever they have to pull a, a, a random planet name, they'll pull one from the Rolodex. Yeah. And it will have some weird history already to it. Beautiful. So I just love that they did that. But the scarier detail here is that perfectly lit red shelf. The rest yeah. of this room, horrible lighting. This shelf is beautifully lit. Gorgeous. Uh, showing a row of lightsabers and this domed helmet that looks like the view-blocking helmets worn by the Jedi younglings in the Jedi Temple. Now, lightsabers being kept as trophies 
we completely get. I mean, General Grievous loved his dangly ones, but <laughs> these helmets, helmets. It's like, this would yeah. be like the Nazis keeping as trophies training wheels that they tear off kids' bikes. Uh, it's yeah. just so messed up. It's so like messed it. up that you would keep a trophy something that would only fit the head of a child. What? What is this? It's so messed up. Yeah. Uh, but I think it gives us an insight into how merciless and thorough, cruelly thorough, these Inquisitors are. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's going to be a huge selling point, uh, you know, a huge detail the 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 main thing we're going to be talking about from these earlier episodes yeah is just what exactly this purge meant for people right uh, it wasn't just a quick montage no no no. this is something that people had to live with for decades being hunted down like this and we talked about the other jedi survivors who survived order 66 whose mugshots might appear alongside obi-wan's mugshot which we saw in this episode there was uh we got to translate some orabesh there interestingly uh he was wanted for high treason that mm. seems to be just the general thing all jedi are uh, accused of because they're all part of that conspiratorial plot to overthrow the Emperor, right? Right, um, of course. But we have uh, the other Jedi who are out there, Ahsoka Tano, Luminara Unduli, Caleb Doom, Cal Kestis, uh, a number of others. Um, now, a quick question I want to ask you. Do you think Emil Nanjiani is playing another one of these escaped Jedi? I really hope so. I, just based on that quick, like, the way he's dressed and the way he looks in that, I, I, the, I theorized on Break Room, I, I, either he's playing a Jedi or he's playing... Uh, a, a, a fan of the Jedi is kind of similar to the way we had uh, the guy in uh, Rogue or not, Rogue One. For uh, forgive me for forgetting the character's name, who was like a Jedi fan, <laughs> like loved the philosophy of the Jedi, but wasn't an actual Jedi. Oh, was he a fan though? I I don't know if I would call him a fan. Are you talking about Donnie Yen's character? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Imway. He was like, uh, he was probably more religious than your yeah. average Jedi was. That's that true. guy was like a guardian of the will. He was yeah. like, yeah. he was super in the in yeah. uh, neck deep in that philosophy. For sure. For sure. But I know what you mean. Yeah, he could be another one of these. Rather than having gone through the Jedi dogma and uh, gotten his degree in it, he could just right. be someone who was homeschooled, <laughs> exactly. homeschooled on the subject. Yeah, uh, I like that idea. I think um, I, I ultimately think you know just. Camille Nanjiani just playing that anxiety and that fear just in that yeah. one shot. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know of anyone else in this world right now who would be so afraid than yeah. a Jedi. Right. Uh, and I think a lot of people just don't picture Camille Nanjiani. He's more of a, a comedic... Uh, right, but he's know. so ripped now from Eternals. He still is like Jack. He can play anything. Yeah. The guy can do anything. And uh, I think this is a different world of Jedi. This is like, you know, 10 years or so later mm-hmm. than The Purge. I think this guy is uh, maybe someone who would have been a kid at the time. Uh, oh, yeah. Or, or just like a very young man who is still, you know, might have had a bit of his personality still intact when this purge began. And has just been kind of living on the streets ever since. I would have been amazed that this guy could have survived this long. You yeah. know how hard it's been for all the other Jedi. They really, really had to completely go off the grid and completely change their names. So I I would love to hear his story. He's also a pretty big star. Yes. So I, don't, I mean, even at the time this was cast, he was already booked on Eternals. He was already a pretty big name. He had been in uh, The Big Sick. So I don't know how you get Kamal Nanjiani in the show unless you give him pretty juicy role. And that doesn't mean it's necessarily a Jedi. I'm just saying it, it's going to be a pretty big role. I I, I I agree. I, I I'm I'm pulling for Jedi, Eric. I'm gonna. I'm going to go ahead and place my bets that he's he's going to end up being a, a, a hiding Jedi. Yeah, I, I think so too. But on Obi-Wan's mugshot, it reads, Bounty Upon Capture, which I thought really interesting, mm. uh, was really interesting because the Empire doesn't necessarily want him dead or alive. We've seen the, the phrase dead or alive on other Star Wars mugshots before, yes. so that term does exist in the Star Wars universe. 
Um, they say bounty upon capture, which means like you got to capture him, bring him to us, and then we'll pay you and we'll decide what to do with him. Mm. Now, that could also mean he could be frozen in carbonite. That's kind of a way a lot of bounty hunters get around it, of course. Right. Um, but why do you think the Empire wants Obi-Wan alive? Well, I Let's think chew that, on that for we've a bit. seen in the movies and in TV that the Empire really values a good old fashioned torture interrogation. And like, they're like, yeah. there's things in this guy's mind that he's either been taught or experienced that we can use to capture more Jedis and find the rest of the Jedi. So uh, I think that that having him alive, and also it's a little personal, right? Like Vader probably wants to mm -hmm. be the one that, if someone's going to kill Kenobi, spoiler alert, does work out for him, uh, <laughs> long, long, long in the future, like Vader probably wants it to be him. Yeah, uh, I think for sure it is personal between Vader uh, and Obi-Wan, absolutely. I, and I think there's kind of a creepy, uh, you know, sub-agenda to this of using Obi-Wan Kenobi to learn the other Jedi, as you said. Yeah. Uh, there was that detail from Rebels where we heard him make that broadcast, mm -hmm. kind of warning the other Jedi. Um, I don't know if he would have... No, he would have made that at this point in the timeline, because that was like shortly after Order 66, I think. Yeah. We've never seen him make that in live action. Mm -hmm. uh, I would love to see, like... You know, the way that uh, Ahsoka was a fulcrum agent during this time, releasing these broadcasts to the scattered members of the of the uh, rebellion. Mm -hmm. Like, it'd be fun to see other kind of uh, transmissions that Obi-Wan might have made. For and sure. that maybe he's been doing this all this time, and that is why the Empire wants him, is they want to use him as, like, a propaganda instrument to, mm -hmm. you know, maybe compel him to say other things that say... I've surrendered Jedi. I've changed my ways. I'm yeah. a convert. Maybe, yeah, um, or like, yeah, trick, like using him as a beacon to call people in and say, like, it's okay. Yeah. Don't worry. Come on in. It's fine, guys. Water's warm. Yeah. Head on down I'm, to the Empire. Water's warm. <laughs> you know what's interesting is, like, when we catch up to the Inquisitors and Rebels, yeah. uh, the Grand Inquisitor is using the corpse of Luminara Unduli as that kind of beacon. Yeah. Like, her force signature can still be used in a wood. So they developed this skill. I don't know if that skill has always been there, if that's something they might learn on this series. That, yeah. Oh, actually, we've developed this way that we can harness the, the midichlorians that exist still around a Jedi's mm. corpse and use that to, uh, to lure in other Jedi, to use that kind of... Uh, that illusion. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's something they have yet. Uh, I may be wrong about this, but uh, it would seem like if they wanted to use Obi Wan as that kind of beacon, that they wouldn't. They could use his corpse to do that if right. they had that technology, unless they don't have it yet. Which right. is also very interesting. That 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 may be a reason why they keep all their lightsabers in their helmet is they're trying the way that like Darth Moman is attached to a mask, mm. and that's how what when Sidious gave it to to Vader uh, and that mask was uh, instrumental with Vader building his castle on Mustafar. Um, like, maybe that's something that the Inquisitors are working on to try to use this for Jedi, but use it in a way to uh, to hunt down the other Jedi. Mm. Um, which is a really, really dark, yeah. uh, dark thing. Oof. I'm sure this is okay for... for we're gonna, we're gonna be covering these episodes and be like, oh, God. <laughs> it's, like, it's like episode five of Moon Knight. We're all gonna just be like, uh... First of all, if anyone just needs to talk about it, reach out and, uh, yeah, you know. You know, my thinking, Tommy, is that all these shows need to start exposing kids to, like, uh, real grown-up subjects sooner. Because the real world is going to be thrusting that upon them. Right. And I, I don't believe, I think when you try to overly sensitize kids and mm -hmm. keep them preciously pure... 
from the real life horrors of the world, they're just going to hit a rude awakening when they're eventually released into that world. Prepare yeah. them. Prepare yes. these children. Also, it's a TV show. It's media. It's fine. It's right. okay. I think there's something arguably more problematic about watching animated Anakin Skywalker and Clone Wars commit a war crime by doing a false surrender to the Separatists just to bombard them when yeah. they're when they finally drop their arms. Mm-hmm. That's messed up. Yeah. That's almost as messed up as some yeah. of the, you know, the the violence, the just the body yeah. horror that you see on some of these things. Yeah. Um teach kids like what war crimes are. Yeah, <laughs> if you're gonna also freak them out over over blood. Um because they're gonna get a bloody nose at school and you don't want them to faint. Yeah, it's and you know, some war crimes at school too, for sure. If it's anything like my school <laughs> experience, there'll be a few <laughs> rules of engagement gone wrong. There's a couple false surrenders that <laughs> happened on the dodgeball court. <laughs> No, 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 no. Yeah. I'm already out. I'm already out. I'm already out. Psych. <laughs> we'll decide when you're out. <laughs> I'm the one who throws. Uh, I don't know. I just did a random Walter White. Uh, <laughs> yes. But I agree, Eric. Um, these kids got to know. These kids got to learn. They got to know. So, uh, I mean, I don't have a, a son so who am, or a daughter. Who am I to say? What I talk to me in a few years when I have a kid, I'm gonna be like, Don't you talk to my precious baby? You're ruining my baby. (laughs) What do I know? We only let Eric Jr. watch backyard again, and even that we censor. (laughs) I'm gonna be like, This Daniel Tiger is a little too intense for our. our Oh, there's that one episode where he sells Molly. Uh, no, that's not true. I made yeah. it up. <laughs> Daniel Tiger's giving himself a squeeze nice and slow, just a little too hard. Yeah. Whoa. A little too hard. Come on, Daniel. Meow, 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 meow. <laughs> meow, meow. All right. Um, we have another thing we want to talk about from this Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer. Oh, yeah. But uh, I want to quickly give a shout out to The Break Room, because New Rockstar is now broadcasting live every day from our very own Break Room down in Southern California. You can tune in every week afternoon to catch Tommy as well as Jessica Clement, mm-hmm. uh, off-screen producer Zach, off-screen producer Brandon. You guys are doing special stuff on that show, and I, I'm very much enjoying it. Oh. I wish I could be there. I, it, it makes me bummed that I'm not living down in Southern California well, anymore because will, I miss all you guys. You I, would, always be I would love to be part of that show, but I think you guys are doing great, and I love it. And it's so funny to see all the bits you guys come up with. We're, we're having a blast. Um, so Thank I want you, you guys, all of you, watch it. If you are not, uh, it's every weekday uh, around like 3 p.m. Yeah. Pacific time. 6 p.m. East Coast time. Mm-hmm. So um, they're going to be covering all the latest news. Um, they're going to be reacting to the breakdowns I do, pointing out when I'm full of crap. Uh, <laughs> but most importantly, they're going to be interacting with all of you in the chat. You, yeah. you can send in your crazy thoughts and theories, and yeah. they'll be uh, they'll be responding, which we'll, is really fun. We'll nod and uh, smile, and then we'll alert the authorities. We'll say like, "Yeah, that's a really great, <laughs> it's a really great point." And of and course, we're pushing the. If you miss it when it airs live. <laughs> Uh, there's no panic buttons. That panic button does not work. No. It was installed in the 80s. It's just one of those uh, staples. Never that was easy buttons. You hit it and it just goes, wow, that was easy. <laughs> but it says it in kind of a sensual term, uh, wow. tone, like, ooh. That was easy. Ooh, that was easy. <laughs> ooh, mm. your fingers Why are is still... it wet? Yeah. Why are it's your slimy. fingers sticky? Oh, ooh. my God. <laughs> it was... Oh, God. Um, anyway, don't miss the break room airing today. There's going to be an episode here today oh, on New Rockstars. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So finish, if it may be on right now as you're watching this video, please finish watching this yeah. video and then go over Listen, and do me out. a favor and finish this one for the old 
team money and then check out the next one. <laughs> Don't stop watching now. Um, and then see if Tommy acts differently with me than he does with the other three. Yeah. Is he holding himself back with me? Never. Is he is he censoring <laughs> himself with me? I want to hear about it. God, Rat I this hope man not. out. The things that Don't. we get into. Don't. <laughs> I don't think I can't go any further. Um, though. They'll, they'll take me away. <laughs> well, Tommy, from this Obi Wan Kenobi trailer and all this yes. footage, we still have not yet seen Kenobi use his lightsaber. He only uses an uncivilized blaster. Right. Obviously, he doesn't want to identify himself as a Jedi. He doesn't want right. to use the weapon of a Jedi. But I wanted to ask you, what incident, what do you think will finally be the thing that causes Obi-Wan to finally ignite his lightsaber on this series? So I think that the obvious. Uh, uh, answer would be one-on-one uh, -on -one showdown with Vader. But I actually think it might that might be a misdirection. I could see there being a uh, unseen, undetected threat towards Luke that, that Luke has no awareness of as a kid that Obi-Wan has to very quickly like take his lightsaber out and dispatch of someone yeah. and like to save Luke's life. Again, Luke completely unaware. Obviously, I know Luke doesn't like, you know, have any sort of like uh, understanding that Obi-Wan is a Jedi until he's much older. But I could see, I think it's not going to, I'm sure we're all thinking like, oh, as soon as he meets up with Vader, he's just going to pull out his lightsaber and go like, all right, let's do this. But I think, I think it might actually be something more um, uh, technical. Like he's just, he needs to use his mm -hmm. lightsaber, a blaster won't suffice to save Luke or maybe even another young Jedi or young force sensitive kid that, can't help themselves. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a really good thought, Tommy, of like using it to protect someone. Uh, I mean, we know from the comics that I'm pretty sure Obi-Wan would use his lightsaber to like fight off a crate dragon mm -hmm. there in the tattooing sand. Yeah. Oh, for sure. He fought when he fights uh, BK, Black right. Chrysanthemum. Yeah. Um, I, that might be taking place during the series or like shortly after, maybe shortly before. I don't know if we'll see Black Chrysanthemum show up. I think that'd be really fun. If that'd you be did. awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think on this series, you're right. It's going to be something to protect someone in some kind of life or death circumstance. I'm wondering, do we think he might kill or engage an Inquisitor? Like, the Inquisitors yeah. are such a threat. And the only way you can defeat an Inquisitor is by meet meeting them lightsaber blade with lightsaber blade. Yeah. It's not yeah. like he can use a blaster. It's going to be yeah. really hard for him to take down an Inquisitor. Yeah. Uh, and there might be some other Inquisitor who we have not yet seen. some Someone that Obi-Wan has to just, like quickly take out his lightsaber yep. to, to engage. And that's kind of what alerts them. Like, one of our Inquisitors died. That hasn't happened in a few years. Yeah, that sounds great to me. I would love that. That would be amazing. I mean, it seems like when, you know, Reva's going to track, or Reva's going to track him down mm -hmm. to Dayu. Um, she has her lightsaber out in the trailer. She's screaming after him. Right. I have a feeling that these two are going to engage in some kind of sword combat mm -hmm. on Dayu. I'm. I don't want Reva to die on this series. She seems like Moses Ingram is great. I kind of yeah. want her to have a a long history mm -hmm. in the in the Star Wars canon. Yeah, uh, for sure. Until she has her end. Eventually, all Inquisitors are gonna kick the bucket, probably. Yeah, right. But that would. Um, yeah. Seemingly. Yes. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I think it's gonna be a huge moment when he finally does. Like this sounds like something that you know Star Wars wouldn't uh, or this series might not show us until like the end of Episode Two or mm -hmm. something like that. Like yeah. they're gonna delay it. Because it's going to be such like a big moment when he finally does. Yeah, for sure. Um, and it's going to be such an important part of his character journey right now. He's hiding himself. He's even changed his name a little bit. Just right. a little bit, though. Just tiny. <laughs> um, but tiny bit. <laughs> just tiny amount. And not um, the most important part. <laughs> he's, kept, <laughs> yeah. he's kept the most identifiable part of the name. <laughs>
<laughs> I think when he does, it's going to be a, a pretty symbolic moment for the character yeah. to finally reveal himself once I more. I think it's going to be awesome. Uh, I can't wait to see it. I can't wait. We're not far We're away. We're so close. Yeah. We are so close. 18 days uh, away. Uh, and it's going to be the first two episodes during Star Wars Celebration. I don't know how we're going to handle that week, but uh, it's going to be a blast. Yes. We'll leave it there for this episode of Wookie Leaks. Don't forget to check out our many great merch options over at NewRockStarsMerch.com. Follow me at EA Voss. Follow Tommy at Tommy Bechtold. Follow New Rockstars. Subscribe to Wookie Leaks wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for watching. We have spoken. Oh,